0: Going Linux Episode 392 Accessibility on Linux Welcome to the Going Linux Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy.
1: And I'm your co-host, Bill. Whether you're new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you valuable information and advice that will help you in going Linux.
0: We hope that you'll find this and all of our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and open source applications and using them to get things done.
1: If you want, you can send us feedback at our email address at goinglinks at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 1-904-468-7889.
0: In today's episode, accessibility on Linux. Hello, Bill. Hello, Larry. How are (sighs) things going for you? big sigh works busy <laughs> yes
1: um, okay that's that's pretty much the highlight on anything else
0: <laughs> and my work's pretty busy as well there's nothing else to say I know so <laughs> anyway um, let's just dive right into this episode right. here okay
1: once upon a time Larry there was... Linux distributions that focused on the needs of computer users with disabilities. Mm -hmm. This was particularly valuable because Windows, which is pre-installed on a majority of desktop computers, does not. The officially supported software applications for Windows that are focused on accessibility are also extremely expensive. Oh, so just to kind of give an idea… If I was a blind uh, user and I only had Windows, I needed a software to use my computer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Was it called, was it called Claws? Jaws.
0: Jaws. It's called Jaws, yeah.
1: How Mm -hmm. expensive is this software?
0: Well, it depends on what country you're in and where you are in terms of your need for government support. So you can get it fully paid by the government, um, or you can get it paid partially by the government, but there's a long waiting list, and there's only a small number of people who can actually get it. So most people end up having to pay a lot of money for it, and the lot of money is in the thousands of dollars for a license. Really? Yes.
1: Wow. And I guess... you? Yeah. Now you buy it once and you get updates for free, I hope, if it's thousands I of dollars. Don't,
0: I don't know about the updates. I don't oh, know wow. whether they're expensive or not, but it's certainly very expensive to obtain initially. And mm. I can only imagine that they charge for updates as well. I remember talking to Jonathan Nato about it, and we had an interview with Jonathan where he discussed this. I'm going to have to go back and listen. I think we talked about that very thing. But I don't remember what what the, what the content of the conversation was.
1: That's crazy. So if you're blind and you can't get help from, uh, the a government agency, you have to put uh, pocket thousands of dollars. That's mm-hmm. just insane. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's rough. It's rough.
1: So it's just like the uh, uh, blind computer users are supposed to be second class citizens. that can't use. Wow. That's yeah. just that's horrible.
0: Right. And as for Linux, Vinix was an Ubuntu derived distribution optimized for the needs of blind and partially sighted users. By default, Vinix provided two screen readers, Braille display support, and a friendly community. When booting the live Vinix image, the users were greeted by the Orca screen reader and enabled them to navigate the graphical Unity desktop using keyboard commands. Additionally, B-R-L-T-T-Y, that's a program, provided grade 1 and 2 Braille output via Orca.
1: According to the Wikipedia, Linux allows blind and visually impaired computer users to install a version of Ubuntu independently. It includes Orca, a screen reader and magnifier, SpeakUp, a console screen reader, Comp has a magnifier based on 3D technology and support for braille displays. Braille displays operate automatically when connected and support grade 1 and 2 braille. VINX can run from a live CD or a live USB uh, without making any changes to the current operating system. It can be installed to a USB or hard drive alongside a current operating system or as a complete Drop in replacement.
0: Unfortunately, when you go to the official Vinix website, you find that the account has been suspended. DistroWatch uh-huh. lists Vinix as dormant, and the Vinix Project Wiki's link to download Vinix 5.1 never connects. So it's out of commission.
1: So, our next one we're going to talk about is called Sonar GNU Linux. And it was a hopeful contender. According to the Wikipedia, Sonar uh, Linux aims to be an accessible GNU Linux distribution to people of all needs. The the project's goal is to bring awareness of free accessible software to people that depend on assistive technology. It is based on Manjo Linux distro-less Sonar as discontinued. Oh, wow
0: yeah we're not uh, we're batting zeros so far, so vinix was specifically for blind people um sonar gnu Linux was for people with different disabilities. And I actually authored a Getting Started guide for Sonar in 2014. Mm-hmm. And although Sonar has been discontinued, it's, it deserves some recognition for its accomplishments of ensuring that accessibility works out of the box. In addition to software for the visually impaired, Sonar provided extra utilities that VINIX didn't. Sonar offered the following adaptive technology pre-installed the Orca screen reader for blind and low vision people, a magnification program to help magnify the screen for low vision people, an on-screen keyboard for people who have low motor skills and experience difficulty using a keyboard. An on-screen keyboard could be used with a mouse or trackball to navigate the keyboard on the screen. Uh, Head and eye tracking software, so if your computer has a camera or if you add one, you can use it to control the mouse cursor in combination with the on-screen keyboard. This allowed people with low motor skills to navigate the software and use the keyboard as well. And a font called Open Dyslexic. It's designed to increase the readability of on-screen and printed text for readers with dyslexia.
1: Even though all these applications are still available, we aren't aware of any other modern Linux project that has brought together all of it in support of people needing free, assistive, adaptive, accessible software. As you have described in your book, Using Ubuntu Mate and its Applications, Ubuntu Mate does the best job of any modern desktop Linux day it has the broadest out of box uh, implementation of accessibility software accessibility uh, also referenced as assistive technology or universal access is a key priority for ubuntu mate when computer access is shared within a household of businesses and where individuals' needs differ, Ubuntu MATE is an excellent solution. Let's go through what was offered with Sonar and discuss what's included with Ubuntu MATE and what's not. The preference settings for basic accessibility features are found in Ubuntu MATE's Control Center at Menu Control Center Assistive Technology. From there you can check the box to enable assistive applications, change what visual and Mobility applications are used by default and even change whether they are started automatically when your computer starts up. From there, you can also modify your keyboard with like sticky keys, slow keys, and bounce keys. And mouse, uh, you can locate the pointer, acceleration, sensitivity, drag and drop, double click, timeout, accessibility, settings. You can even enable the on-screen keyboard if you need it.
0: Uh, Ubuntu Mate has many keyboard shortcuts as well that help you to do things that normally require a mouse, trackpad, or other input device that might also require sight or muscular range of motion, not possible for some computer users requiring accessibility. For some of these keyboard shortcuts, Ubuntu Mate makes use of a special meta key, the Super Key, as it's known, available on most computer keyboards. The Super Key can be used to activate the menus and launchers and many keyboard shortcuts. The built-in Ubuntu Mate guide and the welcome application detail some of the common ones.
1: When Ubuntu Mate is first installed as your computer's operating system, it is pre configured so that both Orca, the screen reader, and Onboard, the on screen keyboard, are already installed and running in the background. All you need to do to use them is to press a keyboard shortcut to turn the feature on. You use the same shortcut to turn each feature off again. If you want to use these features at the login, screen before Ubuntu Mate even starts. The accessibility icon in the upper right of the screen lets you toggle on and off. Orca and Onboard, you can also use Orca's keyboard shortcut Alt plus Super plus S to enable the screen reader and to assist in the login process. So the shortcut is Alt, Super, and S.
0: Right. And Uh, we should probably say that the Super key that we keep referring to is on many keyboards the Windows key oh, okay. or the Apple Option key, I think is what it is, the one with the little squirrely thing on it. The Orca screen reader is a free, open source, flexible, and extensible screen reader that provides you with access to the graphical desktop via user customizable combinations of speech and or braille. It's pre-installed in Ubuntu Mate for blind and low vision users. At the login screen, And after Ubuntu Mate starts, you toggle the screen reader on and off by pressing that key combination, Alt, Super, and S. With some other Linux distributions, getting Orca to work can be a bit tricky. With Ubuntu Mate, all the setup is done for you. It also works nicely with pretty much all of the pre-installed software, including the LibreOffice Suite, the Firefox web browser, and for complete information about using and configuring the Orca screen reader, refer to the website help.gnome.org and we will include a link in the show notes to that. The Orca documentation on that website occasionally refers to the Orca modifier key. The key that Orca uses by default as the Orca modifier Depends on whether you're using Orca's laptop keyboard layout or its desktop keyboard layout. If you're using Orca's laptop layout, the default Orca modifier will be the caps lock key. If you're using Orca's desktop layout, for the Orca modifier, you can use either the normal insert key or the insert key on the keypad. On US keyboards, keypad plus insert is the same key as the zero key on the numeric keypad.
1: For Orca Help, to view Orca's documentation, press F1. To hear a list of Orca shortcuts, press F2. To hear a list of Orca shortcuts for the current application, press F3. You can use the Orca Modifier key to get to Orca's help. Press Orca Modifier plus H to enter Learn Mode. To learn more about how to use Orca to to read documents and websites, see the Orca website. You may find that the screen reader speaks too slowly or too quickly for you. You can adjust the rate at which Orca speaks and make other adjustments as well in Orca preferences. To get to the Orca preferences screens, press Orca modifier plus the spacebar. If you find yourself needing to adjust speed frequently, you might want to bind or map a key to increase the rate or decrease the rate commands to specific keys. That way, you can more easily make these adjustments. To review and set up the keyboard shortcuts and and commands that Oracle uses, you will want to refer to documentation on key bindings. As with both VINIX and Sonar, BRLTTY is installed by default with Ubuntu MATE and provides access to the console, the text mode, to a blind person using a Braille display. It supports many models of Braille display, and provides complete screen review functionality. This is just a small sampling uh, of the documentation that is available to you on the Orca site. Browse around and discover what this powerful tool can do. So, Larry, a uh, question about Braille displays: Are these are where it? tactile displays right so it, it right. convert oh wow i didn't know yeah. that was a thing
0: yeah absolutely and there are different models uh, available some less expensive than others and the fancy really? ones yeah. are wow. multi-line displays that allow you to uh you know go back a line if you missed something or if you need to just review what you just uh, read uh others are just single line displays that you um uh, you just read that line, and then it goes to the next line, and that that is available. So little raised dots like you would find on paper. Um, oh, wow. But, but they the little raised dots kind of change depending on what line you're on. So it's just a mechanical thing that uh, connects up to the computer and allows you to read Braille right there.
1: If you're trying to use a computer and you can't see... I mean orca is is the best that we've we have right now or one of the best, but mm-hmm. that you're still going to need a sighted person to help you get this stuff set up because if you can't if you can't see your keyboard i mean, I mean Ubuntu mates come along long way in making it available, but wow that's a you know, for users that can't see their keyboard you know it, it's just it's difficult without someone being there to help you.
0: That's why it's so important to have this stuff not only installed by default, but set up by default. Oh, yeah. I I
1: agree.
0: Yeah, I've never used a Braille keyboard, but I anticipate that Ubuntu Mate has it so that you just plug the thing in, I'm assuming USB port or something like that, and everything is set up to just work. Certainly, that's the case for Orca. That's the case for some of the other uh, accessible software applications that we're going to be talking about in a second. And Sonar did that with all of the software and ViniX did it with Orca. So right now about the only other uh, Linux distribution that I've heard of that's working uh, aggressively on accessibility is Manjaro. And oh, really? we've got to give them some kudos for doing that. But I think that Ubuntu Mate is probably the one that has the most software packages installed by default and keyboard shortcuts set up by default and working by default in any Linux distribution out there today.
1: And yeah, that team, the team should be uh, uh, commended for trying to help out uh, people that need help with their disabilities. Right.
0: And we're not trying to be really uh, a Ubuntu Mate uh, promotion people here or marketing people. But having said that, there's a reason why we always recommend Ubuntu Mate because it has oh, yeah. these kinds of things all ready to go. They've done the best job, in our opinion, for new users and even for experienced users.
1: Yeah, I, I have to agree. Um, I mean, we. We sound like Ubuntu Mate fanboys, and I guess we are, but it's because of the little touches. And no, I don't consider this a little touch, but the touches that are in the distribution, uh, and they should every one of our, the uh, open source um, distros should work toward uh, you know these type of things to help people with any disability. You know, that was one of the core thing is uh, of Ubuntu was to make software available to everybody whether their ability to pay for it or not so everybody could have an opportunity to you know use an operating system to learn and and to uh you know find out stuff on the internet and to write documents and and just because you have a disability to you know without these touches or these additions you're leaving out a whole segment of of uh, humanity <laughs> that can't use it, and that's just it's so, that's why it's so important. Because without that, you're just you have people that can't access the technology. So
0: right, and as a result, can't get jobs and all the follow-on stuff that goes along with that.
1: Yeah, I think we really forget how um, important access to technology is. Yes,
0: until we don't have it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. We don't want to marginalize so, a whole segment of society. Right.
0: And, you know, the Mate team needs some kudos around this as well. The The desktop team, um, because they have enabled all of this to be set up pretty easily on Ubuntu Mate and any other distribution that uses the Mate desktop. But the Ubuntu Mate team has really concentrated on making sure that not only they take advantage of everything that Mate has done, but they also ensure that it runs smoothly and operates out of the box once you install the operating system as a whole, uh, Ubuntu Mate as a whole. So let's move on to the next piece of software that was very uh, helpful in Sonar and is also enabled by default in Ubuntu Mate. Onboard is the name of Ubuntu Mate's on-screen keyboard. Well, Onboard is pre-installed in Ubuntu Mate and is available at the press of a few keys for anybody wanting to use an on-screen keyboard in place of a traditional hardware keyboard. And whether that's because you have a disability and you need to use an on-screen keyboard, or whether that is because you have Ubuntu Mate installed, let's say, on a tablet where it's very handy to have an on-screen keyboard, it's all there for you to use. So in addition to supporting mobility-impaired users, OnBoard provides support for tablet and touchscreen computers. To turn OnBoard off or on again from the hardware keyboard, press Alt-Super-K, You can also enable onboard so that it's available on screen right at startup. And the way you do that is you open the assistive technologies preference tool, and that's found at menu control center assistive technology. Then you check the box labeled enable assistive technologies, click the preferred applications button, select the accessibility tab and check the box labeled run at start and then close. Note. More settings and preferences for onboard are listed in the control panel, in the personal section as onboard settings.
1: This next one is kind of uh, dear to my heart. Uh, I had a family member, so and he could have really used this. And this is the screen magnifier. If you are a low vision user and you require screen magnification, Magnus, found in Ubuntu Mate menus at Menu Universal Access at Magnus, is a very simple desktop magnifier you can use. It shows the area around the mouse pointer in a separate window. You can select the level of magnification that works for you between 2, 3, 4, and 5 times. The screen magnifier is also useful for accurate graphical design or detail work. To turn on or off the screen magnifier, it's Alt plus Super plus M.
0: Right, and Ubuntu Mate's control panel provides preferences for mouse and keyboard that each offer settings that will be of interest to users with mobility impairments. Mouse preferences provide the ability to adjust the pointer speed sliders until the pointer motion is comfortable for you. A tab is provided for mouse and touchpad with sliders for each device. You can set a different pointer speed for each type of device. For example, you can have one speed setting for a laptop touchpad and another for an external mouse. Sometimes the most comfortable settings for one type of device are not the best for another. Note that the touchpad tab only appears if your system has a touchpad. Keyboard preferences provide several tabs that have settings allowing you to adjust the following. Keyboard navigation. Use applications and a desktop without a mouse. Turn on bounce keys. Ignore quickly repeating key presses of the same key. Turn on slow keys. Have a delay between a key being pressed and that letter appearing on the screen. Turn on sticky keys. Type keyboard shortcuts one key at a time rather than having to hold down all of the keys at once.
1: The next feature is a font, and it's called the Open Dyslexic Font. It um, is installed by default on Ubuntu Mate. Open Dyslexic is designed to increase the readability of open screen and printed uh, text for readers with dyslexia. In the documentation for the font, the author explains, Your brain can sometimes do funny things to letters. The font tries to help prevent some of these things from happening. Letters have heavy-weighted bottoms to provide an indication of, of orientation to make it more difficult to confuse with other similar letters. Consistently weighed bottoms can also help reinforce the line of text. The unique shapes of each letter can help prevent flipping and swapping. The font is available in any application that provides selectable fonts like word processors and browsers. This special font can even be chosen as the default system font in system settings. Really? Mm-hmm. Is this the font I'm thinking about that… um they developed to help people learn to read that couldn't because of their dyslexia. Yes. Is this this the one I heard about?
0: Yes, it is.
1: Wow. The team incorporated that into the system. That's awesome. Yep,
0: By default.
1: Now they just need to find one that helps me talk.
0: (laughs) Uh, I don't know if that's a font or if that's something else, but.
1: We're in trouble then.
0: There you go. Well, to wrap things up, head and eye tracking software was something that was provided by Sonar as well. And that's the only specialty assistive software from Sonar that's not installed and configured by default in Ubuntu Mate. It's called Enable ViaCam, or Enable Viacam, frequently abbreviated as E-Viacam. E-Viacam is, however, available in the Ubuntu Mate software repositories. So if you need it, you can get it. CAM is actually mouse replacement software that moves the pointer as you move your head. If you have low motor skills with nothing more than your webcam and eViacam, you can easily use your computer. You don't need anything more than a webcam to use eViacam. No cables, no dots, no additional hardware is required. With eViacam, you can control your computer with intuitive head movements. There is no need to use your hands. It's designed to eliminate the need for assistance after it's installed. You can customize the pointer speed, motion acceleration and smoothness dwell time and more wow so uh catching up with sonar and it was specifically designed for people needing assistive technology the only thing that i found that hasn't been enabled in ubuntu mate out of the box is the Cam software Um, so pretty impressive i thought
1: so the orcas for the for people with low vision or blind, right? Um, yeah. But say say I had uh, real bad arthritis in my hands and I couldn't use it, the mouse very. Uh, would that would the onboard screenboard be the one I would pick for that? Because I know some people as they get older they they have problems with their hands.
0: Right. Yeah. So if you have arthritis or something like that, that you can still move a mouse let's say you have a trackball or something it makes it a little bit easier to use Uh, the on-screen keyboard can help Uh, but for people who simply cannot move their arms or hands at all the head and eye tracking software eviacam lets you use the camera uh, and that you can use in combination with the on-screen keyboard to be able to type using just eye and head movements Okay. So very very powerful stuff.
1: Yeah, that's 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 amazing because uh, I I didn't I, I was trying to think about you know how um, that would be used, but you know, I guess if you can't use your hands or you, you have really low motor control, the EV cam would be great. But you know some people just have problems with their hands, you know whether it's from you know arthritis or you know an accident or whatever, and uh, so. Uh, you could actually use that. Did, you did say that you could actually use the onboard keyboard with a trackball.
0: Sure. Yeah. You can use oh, any okay. of these things with a trackball or a trackpad okay. or, or a mouse. Or, it, like I said, the Cam software is a mouse replacement awesome. software that uses the camera. Yeah. Fantastic stuff.
1: Yeah, it is. It really, it's really kind of brings to the forefront of uh, how much more work we need to do to make this more accessible technology.
0: Okay, so that wraps up our accessibility episode for this time around. On our next episode, as always, we'll have a listener feedback episode.
1: Until then, you can go to our website at goinglinux.com for articles and show notes, as well as links to download and subscribe.
0: We are the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get things done.
1: And if you'd like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining the discussion in our Going Langs podcast community on community.goinglangs.com.
0: Until next time,
1: thanks for listening. 73.